Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 12 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. Continuing our exploration of the obstacles that can prevent your young athletes from achieving their sports goals, today's topic is part two of emotions, which I began in episode 11. The signs of emotional difficulties in children related to their sports participation are usually pretty clear. A great challenge for you, though, is seeing the considerable impact that your emotions have on your young athletes. You have to recognize that children are very visceral beings who, because they haven't fully developed cognitively or intellectually, are highly attuned to their parents' emotional messages. So it's essential that the emotional message you send to your young athletes will support healthy emotional experiences in their sports participation. You want to start with your emotional reactions to your children's athletic successes and failures. One of the biggest emotional warning signs I see from parents at competitions is emotions that are stronger than those of their children. Here's a simple test. Do you get more excited than your children do after they win? And do you get more despondent than them when they lose? Do you feel their victories and losses are yours as much as theirs? If you answered yes to these questions, you're probably not sending healthy emotional messages to your kids. What's the message? That how they perform makes you either really happy or really unhappy. And that can be a crushing weight on the shoulders of your young athletes and produce the emotional difficulties in them that I just described in my previous podcast. Another warning sign is emotional overprotection on your part. That is, your need to shield your young athletes from feeling bad when they fail. Let's be realistic. As parents, we hate to see our children feel disappointed, sad, frustrated, or angry. We'd hate to see them feel bad. So what do we do? Well, we placate, we assuage, we distract, we comfort, and in general, we do everything that we can to prevent those negative emotions and to make them happy again. Unfortunately, in our attempts at protecting them from the harsh realities of sports, and life for that matter, we do them a disservice for their long-term development. As painful as it can be for you as a parent, you want your kids to feel bad when they do poorly, because those feelings are essential for their developing emotional mastery. For Mickey Ward, a former professional boxer, emotional hurt, you gotta let that go. Walk away and let it be. So many highs and lows, but if you keep being down, you'll never get up. As parents, your greatest influence in your children's emotional development is as a role model. What you feel, say, and do acts as their template for how they should respond to themselves and their world. Raising emotional masters is greatly facilitated when you possess the qualities that you want to see in your own young athletes. So the question to ask yourself is, are you an emotional master? Your children will learn the most basic emotional habits from you through observation. If you lack emotional mastery and control, it's likely that unless they have other strong role models to influence them, they too will develop the same emotional challenges as you have. If you as a parent are an emotional master, you have a great start on instilling positive emotional habits in your children. You're more likely to be a positive influence in your children's sports experience because you will maintain a healthy perspective on your children's athletic lives and react to their inevitable ups and downs in balanced and reasonable ways. You'll also have greater awareness of your own emotional needs and have the capacity to control them for the best interests of your children. You'll also not be working at odds with your children's needs and goals. As a result, your goals and efforts will align with their own and they'll feel encouraged and supported emotionally as they attempt to navigate the emotionally challenging seas of competitive sports. If you're an emotional master, you will, from the start, teach your young athletes healthy emotional habits that will foster their growth, both as athletes and as young people. You will not only talk the talk on emotional mastery, but very importantly, you'll also walk the walk. You will act as positive role models of what emotional habits your children should learn to become emotional masters themselves. 
From Bob Keeshan, an actor, parents are the ultimate role models for children. Every word, movement, and action has an effect. No other person or outside force has a greater influence on a child than their parent. One of the greatest gifts you can give your children is actually something you don't give them, namely your emotional baggage. Let me explain. As a human being, you bring a lot of great things from your upbringing, including healthy values, attitudes, and passions. At the same time, also as a human being, you likely bring some not-so-good things from your childhood, your emotional baggage, such as insecurities, fears, doubts, and worries. Examples of common emotional baggage include perfectionism, fear of failure, self-criticism, low self-esteem, need to please, need for control, concern for what others think of you, just to name a few. Sadly, also as human beings, you can inadvertently pass your emotional baggage onto your children if you don't do something to stop that transmission. An essential goal for you is not to give your children your baggage, because realistically in life, they'll get their own because that's the way people are. The key lesson here is to know your baggage. If you know your emotional baggage, you're less likely to pass it on to your children. There are many ways you can identify and mitigate your baggage, including psychotherapy, self-help books and videos, seminars, and meditation. I go under the assumption that all parents have emotional baggage, so I recommend that all parents explore, identify, and resolve that baggage preemptively before it starts showing up in your children's lives, both on and off the field of play. From the author Sue Augustine, the time has come to lay that baggage down and leave behind all the struggling and striving. You can be set free as you journey forward into a balanced, healthy, and rewarding future. Your young athletes becoming emotional masters involves their developing the ability to understand their emotional lives, make healthy choices about what emotions they feel, how they react to their emotions, and how they express them. Your children can easily understand, enjoy, and express positive emotions, happiness, pride, and inspiration. The difficulty for them, like all of us, is to experience negative emotions, frustration, anger, and sadness, and to react to and express them in ways that encourage rather than detracts from their athletic efforts enjoyment of their sport, their overall development as people, and their general happiness. An anonymous quote, Our emotions need to be as educated as our intellect. It's important to know how to feel, how to respond, and how to let life in so that it can touch you. There are a number of strategies you can use to guide your young athletes toward emotional mastery in their athletic lives and in their lives beyond sports. The first step is to allow your children to feel all of their emotions, whether good, bad, or ugly. As I mentioned earlier, the mom and papa bear in all of us wants to make our kids always feel good, and we feel their pain deeply when they feel bad. But your children can't possibly develop emotional mastery if you don't give them the space to feel all of their emotions deeply. So, for example, instead of rushing to your sad young athletes after a tough loss, let them just be with what they're feeling. Let them sit with it and feel bad. Yes, they'll feel awful, and yes, you will feel bad seeing your children feeling bad. Yet, in resisting your natural parental urges to protect your kids from pain, and in focusing on the emotional long game, you give them the freedom to experience the full range of the emotional spectrum. In doing so, you give them the opportunity to explore, identify, and understand their emotions. From this deep understanding, your children can then learn to gain mastery over the emotions they will regularly experience in their athletic and personal lives. One of the most common reactions I see from parents when their children are sad or afraid or frustrated or angry is to dismiss the emotions. There's nothing to be scared of. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Somehow many parents think that downplaying these emotions that their children feel will somehow enable them to suddenly let go of them and feel happy again. 
But these sorts of reactions actually add insult to injury. Your kids not only feel bad, but also feel as if there's something wrong with them because you're telling them that they shouldn't be feeling what they're feeling, that they shouldn't feel bad. You can then go another step further in enabling your young athletes to fully experience their emotions by being real about their emotions. In other words, acknowledging rather than minimizing or dismissing them. You sure are upset about losing your match. Or, I can see how disappointed it must feel to get beaten today. Or, going that fast can be really scary. When you recognize all of your children's emotions and acknowledge them, you're sending the message to them that you get what they're feeling, that it's okay to feel the emotions, and that you're there to support them even through the tough times in their athletic lives. From Mark Twain, courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. The final piece of emotional mastery involves your offering your young athletes emotional coaching as they experience the emotional challenges of their youth sports participation. Emotional mastery is a skill, like any sports skill. You wouldn't want your children to learn new technical or tactical skills in their sport randomly or by trial and error. Instead, you ensure that they're properly coached earlier in their sports participation and taught the essential sports skills in a structured and progressive way so they ingrain and use the skills effectively in competition, rather than developing bad habits that are hard to break. Emotional mastery is no different. Emotional coaching involves several steps in which you give your young athletes experiences, insights, information, and then tools to better handle the emotional challenge that they face every day in their athletic lives. The first step involves offering them empathy so they see that you understand what they're feeling. Empathy instills trust and comfort in your children that encourages them to feel their emotions deeply and to let you into their emotional world. Once inside, they'll be willing to open up about the emotions they're experiencing, which creates the opportunity for your emotional coaching. From Jenny Finch, an Olympic softball gold medalist. Dad was the pitching coach, while Mom was the emotional coach. Her unconditional love was great, and she wanted what was best for me. It was more about what she did than what she said, and she made sure I was the best I could be. One powerful tool of emotional coaching is providing your young athletes with a healthy perspective on their emotions. You should recognize that your children view their emotions in a very narrow way because, well, due to their youth, they lack the experience with which to put those emotions in context. As a consequence, the emotions are very present, very powerful, and very all-encompassing. You can soften the emotions impact on your young athletes by providing perspective on the situation that caused them, often a painful defeat, and place them in a longer-term context that makes what feels so big, overwhelming, and insurmountable into something smaller, more manageable, and more readily capable of being overcome. This shift in perspective toward their emotions is an important step in emotional mastery because it softens the pain of the feelings and also offers young athletes a strategy, looking at the emotions in a broader and longer-term way, that can be used in the future when they're faced with other difficult emotions. With a more positive and hopeful perspective established with your children, they will feel more calm and optimistic about the situation. They'll be better positioned to explore their emotions in a more rational way. And in the ensuing discussion, you can ask your young athletes the following questions. What does the emotion feel like to you? Where in your body do you feel it? And what does it feel like physically? What emotions are you feeling? Hint, it's often not the one you think it is. Three, what caused the emotion? Four, does the emotion seem appropriate for the athletic situation that caused it? Five, what is the range of different ways you might react to the emotion? Six, what do you think the healthiest reaction to the emotion is that would make you feel better and would prepare you to respond to a similar sports situation in a more effective way? Finally, what strategies can you use the next time you're faced with difficult emotions in your sport? These explorations into your young athletes' emotional lives 
Teach them how to ask similar questions without you whenever they're confronted with unpleasant emotions stemming from their sports experiences. As they gain experience in asking and answering these questions on their own, they develop the ability to recognize the emotions for what they are and understand their causes. The culmination of this process of gaining emotional mastery is your young athlete's ability to make healthy choices about how emotion-inducing athletic experiences, whether the excitement of an unexpected victory or the pain of an unexpected defeat, will impact them and how they will react to them. And, as with the other topics I discussed in Raising Young Athletes, this newly developed emotional mastery is a gift that keeps on giving in all aspects of your children's lives and on into their future lives. From the British writer James Allen, self-control is strength, right thought is mastery, calmness is power. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 12 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. And be on the lookout for episode 13 in the near future.